Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from Uni Bashfulfeet, who writes to us from Thunderfoot Farms right here in the valley. And she writes, Dear Tosh Mafuni, I'm a young Pandaren who's interested in writing and someday pursuing journalism just like you. Where do you get your ideas from every week? Sincerely, Uni. Well, what a great question, Uni. As I am sure you know, writing and journalism are unique professions for a Pandaren from the farm to go into. I know my dad sure thinks so, and so do my brothers, and my cousins, and really pretty much everybody. But if you're really passionate about it and enjoy it, then you should definitely pursue it. Good luck, and thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In local news, the mighty Mushans put up an impressive road victory against the Crimson Herd of Thunderbluff A&M last weekend, bringing their overall record to 2-1 on the season. The Mushans' offense scored an impressive 18 criticals through the first six periods of play, while their defense all but shut down the herd, allowing only one half triple late in the ninth period. Play was briefly interrupted in the fourth period when a group of war protesters ran onto the field waving banners that read, for Azeroth, and Magni for World Chief. Order was swiftly restored by Thunderbluff security. The Mushans return home this weekend to face key divisional opponent, the Fighting Fells of Orgrimmar Community College. So come out early and plan to stay late as the Mushans try to carry their momentum forward and score their first ever win against the Fells. The Half Hill Report is made possible in part this week thanks to a grant from Apple Bloom House Cider. Produced with only the freshest and tastiest apples from local orchards in Powdon Village by the Apple Bloom family. Generations of experience and love go into each and every batch so that you can serve it with pride at your next event or gathering. Apple Bloom House Cider. No rules, just love. It's time now for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, brought to you by Nessingwari Safari. Last time we heard from Eamon, he sent us a, uh, well, let's just say a rather disturbing report after his experiences in Nazmir. So we're all hoping for a more upbeat report this week. Take it away, Eamon. Hello, lad. Sorry about that last report. I had been drinking a bit too much with the lads here after my mission, and things got a bit morose. Our commander here thought I could use a little break with a lighter mission, so he sent me to the south shore to help protect cute little baby turtles from ravaging albatross and crabs. Not the most challenging mission I've ever had, and frankly I felt like quite the fool but I did manage to make sure that 12 turtles made it to the water, and I got a nice crab lunch out of the deal. They should clear me for regular duty soon, 
and I hope to join my unit in the Arathi Highlands. Keep the home fires burning, lad. It means a lot to us out here on the front. Well, that certainly was a relief. Sounds like Eamon is doing much better. Dwarven Dispatches is brought to you by Nessingwari Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the Harvest Festival is underway, and you've got about five more days to visit Orgrimmar or Ironforge and join in the feast activities, where we remember and celebrate those who paid the ultimate price to protect friends and allies. So make your plans, bring your memories, and join members of your community for this annual event. And now, the navigation forecast. Ocean and weather conditions in the shipping lanes and coastal regions throughout Azeroth. Today's report is for Colteris. Boralus Harbor to Timbered Stand, South 5, falling to Southwest 2 later. Rain, poor. Fletcher's Hollow to Angle Point Wharf, Southwest 4, veering south later. Rain, good. Sourless warning till sunset. Krakenbane Cove to Crescent Cove, South 3, calming to 2 later. Good. Thresher's Wharf to Sea Watch Point, Southwest 4, calming to 3 later. Clear, horde, likely. This has been the Navigation Forecast, brought to you by the Proudmoor Admiralty. Proud ships, proud traditions, Proudmoor. From the Half Hill Community Calendar, the Tillers are inviting all members to a special Harvest Festival charity trip this week to deliver badly needed food supplies and support to farmers in Stormsong Valley. In their announcement for this very special event, Tiller's leader, Hohan Mudclaw, is quoted as saying, What better way to remember those who sacrificed so much to serve others than to continue their tradition by serving others ourselves? Well said, sir. All Tiller members who wish to participate are asked to meet at the Shrine of the Seven Stars with at least one bushel of food and farming implements. Well, it's that time again for our weekly feature, the Inside Story, with our resident Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. So, Velmic, how was your visit to Colteris? Did you get to see your... <laughs> friend, Taolin? Hey there, Tosh. No, when I get to Boralus, I find out that Taolin's unit was sent to Warfront in Arathi Highlands. But she leave me nice note with Innkeeper at Snug Harbor Inn, and say that she can't wait to see me again. And she tie bracelet to scroll that she say was old family heirloom for me to keep safe for her till she get back. Oh, is that what you're wearing on that chain around your neck? <laughs> yes, it's uh, it too small to fit me, but I wear it to keep safe and to remind me of Taolin till I see her again. No, that's, that's nice. So, did you visit any inns when you were in Boralus? Oh, yes, yes I did, but not in Boralus. I visit Tides Inn in Hatherford, nice little village just northwest of Boralus, across bridge from city. 
Innkeeper Dandy Jones keeps tidy little inn that is comfortable, with very nice sitting area with lots of books to read downstairs, and two very nice private room upstairs. One cozy room for single, and larger suite with separate sitting area for couple. Food is little limited, but nice for putting together little picnic or for day trip on boat. No wines or ales, but several kinds tasty cheese, and cinnamon raisin pretzels were very tasty. I noticed two nice paintings in main room, one of cute little girl over fireplace, and one of very beautiful woman in sitting area. I have feeling maybe innkeeper's story is not such a happy one. No, that's, that's unfortunate. Well, was there anything else interesting about Tides Inn? You know, yes, there was. Yeah, I look around whole inside, and then walk all the way around outside, and place look much bigger from outside. But only other door either in or out was locked door beneath stairs in main room. I am thinking maybe there is secret storage in building that innkeeper would rather peoples not know about. Well, that's an interesting observation. Well, you know, I was quartermaster on Vindicar, so I noticed storage. But I don't say anything to innkeeper. As famous Draenei author once wrote, keep your breath to cool your own porridge. Oh, okay. So, how was the village of Hatherford itself? Anything to recommend it? Oh, yes, very interesting place. From what I see, it looked like trade point for goods coming and going by land between Stormsong Valley and Tiergard Sound. Many traders and lots of pack mules. I see a couple of odd things. First, it looked like maybe they have problem with large wading birds from river. I see guards near river fighting several big ones. And there was some kind of animal there I never see before. In stable behind inn, there was this big four-legged animal that looked like cross between deer and sheep, with long neck and thick curly coat all over. And such a sweet face and friendly, I stop and pet it for a few minutes, and I ask Scablehand, what kind of animal is this? She tell me it called alpaca, and they are pack and cart animals that come all the way from Zandalar. It was so cute. I would love to ride one, but I think maybe Draenei too big for them to carry. Also, I was exploring dock area next to inn, and I follow this ramp down to underneath dock, and I see this strange creature look like little fox woman sound asleep next to a smoking hookah. There was a musical instrument and other things that maybe it looked like she lived there. And I think she liked Pandaren food. Oh, come on. How in the world could you possibly know that? Ah, uh, maybe the empty Pandaren takeout boxes all over the place? Give me little credit. I told you there was Pandaren Cafe in Tradewind Harbor. I think maybe this little fox person, some sort of street musician in Boralus, that can't afford to stay in inn. Well, Hatherford sounds like it was a very nice visit. So what's your rating? Well, Tides Inn gets four crystals for very nice accommodations, and it would have gotten five if it had a bigger menu. 
but Haverford as a place gets five crystals for being so interesting. Well, there you have it, listeners. You heard it from Vilmic. Next time you're in Borales, take a trip across the bridge and visit Haverford. So, where to next time, Vilmic? Well, I haven't quite decided yet, but I hear a lot of talk in Haverford about Drustvar, so maybe I go visit there. Well, we'll certainly look forward to it. Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka Tosh. See you next week. We'll wrap up this week with a letter from Professor Talib. Dear Tosh, I've been thinking of you and Halfhill and the whole valley. The people of Stormsong Valley are so much like the people of Pandaria, and they are suffering so much from the war and from the infestations that are plaguing them. All they want to do is grow their crops and raise their animals in peace so they can feed their families, and they just can't do that in the present situation. I'm afraid my research is suffering as I wind up helping the farmers instead of studying what they do. I'm probably going to have to find a whole new research site. But I'll stay here for a while. I've grown fond of them. The publishing can wait. Please give my greetings to all your listeners and to all my friends in Half Hill. Tell them to count their blessings and hug their loved ones every day. Wise advice indeed from Professor Talib. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, serving residents of Half Hill and visitors to the valley the finest food and drink available anywhere, including cold, refreshing Storm Stout Brew, brewed with only the choicest grains and hops by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, and tune in tomorrow for Breakfast at the Seven Stars. Join your hosts, Ren Richplot and Eugene Loudpoem, as they swap stories, news, and gossip about the rich and famous throughout Pandaria. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. Want more awesomeness every week? Visit weeklyawesome.com. Weekly podcasts to make your week better. Remember to smile and be awesome. Hey folks, Tosh Mafuni here. And my co-creator, Professor Talib, and I are very happy and honored to announce that the Half Hill Report will be participating in the World of Podcasts event at Con Before the Storm on Sunday, October 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern. This live panel event on Twitch is called Pod Before the Storm, Warcraft, and features panelists from these great podcasts. All Things Azeroth, Dungeon Fables, Frazzlecast, Unshackled Fury, WoW Challenges, and WoW Talk. To learn more about this event and all the other great offerings at the 6th Annual Con Before the Storm Convention, in Anaheim, California, on the web at conbeforestorm.com or on Twitter at conbeforestorm.